Hey, hey, thanks for tuning into another episode of Moments with Ndero, where I hope to encourage you, inspire you, and uplift you. For those who are listening, thank you so much. I have one ask. Please share with others so that they too can be encouraged, inspired, and uplifted. Today's conversation is with a telecommunications engineer by profession, a tech expert who has progressed in her career over the years while using technology to build transformative solutions for businesses and society. When she's not working on her master's projects or trying to change the world using tech, she's out mentoring young ladies in STEM or out in the community doing volunteer work. She also has a dream of being a top CIO in Africa. Welcome onto the show, Marian. Thank you very much, Mudoni. Quite excited to be part of the show to inspire and to also uplift people this name. So, before we get into the word you selected, tell us why tech? Why did you choose technology? Um, this is quite interesting, Mudoni. Looking at my background and also how I grew up, um, I studied computer classes when I was in class one, back like many, many, many years back. That was more of the advancement of technology, and my parents sacrificed everything they had to make me see, to make me actually join this this class and, and progress with it. I think my dad had that dream of making me better and also making their child better than the giving them better than they had actually gotten. And um, progressing through life and progressing through my career is having done it that early, I did it all the way to phone four, and I wanted to venture into it to understand it better, understand it better on how things worked, understanding better on how technology could be used to change the world. And um, I have memories of, of my mom owning the first phone, and it was quite exciting her coming home with that phone, you know. And since then, I think it was just something I wanted to explore. It's something I wanted to see through, and that's how I ended up in tech. And I, I can say I love it, I enjoy it, and it's something that I can never trade it for anything in this world. That is so amazing. I like how you said you cannot trade it. So why do you think um, women have minimal participation in the tech sector and what's holding them back? Um, I think times have changed, Mudoni. Uh, women are participating, but they're not as participating as much as we expected. And um, through my career journey, through my education is is what I have seen, the perception of tech being something that is difficult, something should, that should be left for the men, has been something that has held us back. It keeps holding women back because the narrative is the same with only. A woman is supposed to be at home taking care of her children and her family. And the thing is, even as I am right now, is someone telling me that you can't have it both. But you can have it both, Mudoni. You can you can be a woman who's doing this tech, and at the end of it, you can also succeed in your family. So looking at that perception and also what I've gone through, I, for example, with a story is I have had instances where I have been left out when I was in telecom doing my internship is going and being able to climb that BTS tower and you see there is that perception of she's a lady, she shouldn't go up the tower. And then um, coming to do night shifts when you're supposed to be doing things, uh, setting up systems, and it's like, no, probably she shouldn't be given this role because it's going to be too much for her. 
it's just perception and it's, it's something that I think we women who are here already in the industry, we need to, to get rid of that and show and encourage young people that it's it's a career like any other. It's an up, Everyone should up, uh, take it up and, and continue with it, you know, because it's, it's something that is fulfilling. It's something that is interesting and it's something that everyone would, would, would enjoy doing. Well said. Um, it's all about perception. And it's also like now individuals like yourself going wherever you are, encouraging the young women in your sphere to say, you know what, you can do whatever it is that you put your heart and mind to. So you chose, or rather your words that you, cho- that you chose for this conversation is having a dream and the need to believe in oneself. Why is it important to do to believe in yourself and to have a dream. Okay, it's very interesting, Moroni, and probably um, this will be more of a conversation on what you've also gone through is, for me, I don't find myself any special. I don't I don't think I've done anything that is extraordinary. Yes, I'm a lady in STEM. There are several ladies in STEM. There are also other ladies coming in. But the only thing I can say is that I've believed in myself and I have a dream that I keep chasing. And when I say that is because I I have seen people or I have encountered people who are doing who are, in my essence should be way ahead or should be doing or changing the world or doing transformative things. But there's that aspect of not believing that you're the best out there. So you get passed out by opportunities. You get passed out by things that should actually be falling on your lap. And if you also have a don't have a dream, what is there to chase, Modoni? Like, what is there to chase? It's waking up every day with a dream and believing that you're chasing your dream and following it through. So I chose this because I have, in this journey, as, and as you were introducing me, I said, I have a dream to be a top CIO in Africa. It's a dream. It's what makes me wake up every morning to change the world using tech, believing that I can do it, doing whatever I need to do to make it happen and following through with my dream. And I can tell you one thing, Mudoni, if you don't believe in yourself, if you don't dream, if you don't dream about what you're going to achieve, it's actually going to be hard. And just as I said, I love stories, is looking at women and and other people is we always look out for people who are going to mentor us. And I have done this in my career, is trying to look into someone and you're trying to get that validation, probably mentorship from this top woman or this top gentleman in the tech space is going to push me. And you can't imagine, Mudoni, you send those messages and no one responds to you. So if I was to put my trust there, it means I would be very discouraged. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't continue believing in me. It would be dead. I would be gone, literally. But with that dream that I'm chasing, with that belief that I can do it and believing in myself, even when things just don't look out, it's knowing that I am going to do it. And that's why I chose this word because I feel it's something close to my heart and it's something that we can continue building on. If more people believe in themselves, then opportunities come to you. Opportunities come to you because you're also chasing a dream. Oh, yes, you've shared so many nuggets and I see so many parallels with my own life. You know, as you mentioned, mentors, you send out the messages, they don't even respond. 
some of them say they have to be paid and you're just like my gosh how are they sharing their knowledge and their wisdom to those people who are behind them and it's something to also be aware of as ourselves as we chase our dreams how are we uplifting people around us how are we sharing the skills or the knowledge and the wisdom with other people as i introduced you you said that you mentor younger yes, people. I do. how do you do that and um why why i know you've mentioned the importance of mentoring but maybe you could um take it a little bit deeper as to why you want to mentor young girls knowing that for you you reached out to other people and they didn't respond to you yeah it's it's quite interesting Rony, because my my essence of mentorship is is quite is quite uh transformative if i can say <laughs> and this is because when i reach out that there are young ladies who will come to me and it's it's about creating time for them and knowing that 30 minutes a week for one person is not going to hurt me talking to them listening to them sharing advice and also helping where i can and i'll tell you one thing is i've noticed that i may not be at the top of my career i may not be at at uh, the place where you know i'm a, I'm, I'm an influencer but i'm heading there and what i've noticed is when it comes to mentoring i'm not only mentoring girls i'm mentoring also women who are way ahead of me and we sit down and share our experiences and i do this by sitting down by offering help where i can and if it is an opportunity that i know will be good for someone i will reach out to them and i'll tell you one thing and the reason i do this is because Mudoni, we are going to grow old and you're going to leave this industry. You being a lady of tech, knowing how mentoring works is people transition out. And as we transition out, we need to leave a generation that is going to take it up and take it up and drive it to the next level. And also you have to think about your children. There's this meme that has been going around that says the friends you make now will be the networks that your children will be riding on, you know? Mm. And when I look at my my life and what I want to do is creating opportunities to these young ladies, to these other ladies who are also in their careers, and also like building that network of friends where we talk and we encourage each other to ex- explore the next level of your career. And as we do this, mentoring each other, mentoring the young girls, mentoring people who are actually sometimes above, you might just be above them in career, but they're older than you, you're creating a network that is unfathomable, that you're creating a generation that is going to take over. So you're not going to leave a space. And that is why as you move into your 60s, your 70s, you will transition out easily because you've given out the skills that you have. And I can say this is something I've also learned in from where in my company where I work, whereby I have a mentor who equips me with the skills that are necessary to do my job and also to pursue my career to the next level. And during these conversations, I get to learn a lot, and I realize that the nuggets, the wisdom nuggets that are being shared, is something that I would like to live with someone, and it doesn't die with me. So it's creating a ripple effect that you know that whatever you're doing is sustainable. And that is what mentorship should be all about. Sustainability and creating a generation of, of leaders that are going to take over. Not creating a vacuum, but creating sustainability. I concur and I, I agree. It's about creating networks and 
um, sharing information that is sustainable for future generations to also step into that space and for them to also grow and also hand over the baton to their next generation. But to throw a spanner into the works, for you or for myself or anyone listening out there, to be able to stay grounded and to continuously share information, it takes a sense of self-awareness and security in self. So why do you think some people struggle with finding self and being secure in themselves? Um, quite interesting, yeah. <laughs> this is really a fun one. <laughs> so when I when I look at it and, and the self-awareness part of it is if you don't believe that what you're doing is sustainable, Zoni, if, if you don't believe that it will exist past you, then it will be very hard to let go and let someone else take it up because you are holding on to something that you think you're the only one who has it. That's one bit. And the other thing is knowing that there is always, I, I had um, one of my mentors always tells me is, Marion, you have to give out the skills so that a spot at the top can be created for you. Just think about it, Muroni. If I know everything, and people have to come to me, will I ever be a CIO? I don't think so, because I don't have anyone to live at my spot. But if I am aware that I want to go somewhere, and that's why I keep talking about a dream, if I know that I'm supposed to head somewhere, I should be equipping someone to take over so that I can create uh, a place in my mind, also a place in my life to get something new. And when I get something new, then I'm able to move in. So it's understanding that I need to know that. I want to go somewhere. I need to believe in that. And I need to let someone take over what I have. It's all about growth opportunities, a growth mentality, and a growth mindset. I like that. Growth mindset. So with that in mind, where do you see yourself? I know you have the dream of being a top CIO. But where do you see yourself in the next 10 years or 20 years? Well, I would like to replace this after 10 years, you know, after 20 years. So my dream is um, one of the things is to work for tech for development. So I have done a lot of tech for business, tech for, you know, being in the business industry, uh, being in the SME space. But um, when I look at myself, I want to do now a little bit of more tech for development. Uh, tech for development in the community, in the society to support the new technologies. Um, it's something that I'm very passionate about, working with startups. And in 10 years, I see myself um, being one of those people, being um, an, an influencer in policies that will help the startups. So like something close, and I've been watching closely, is the tech startup bill that is supposed to, to help our entrepreneurs in the country, you know, advance so that ideas do not just get generated and, and end up with other people. So in the next 10 years, not only a CIO, but someone who's supporting tech for development as a consultant and probably as someone who will work with this startup being an investor. In 20 years, actually, I want to be an investor. I want to invest in these companies. So um, I want to build my portfolio in that because I know that young people have great ideas that just need supporting, that just need hand-holding. And I want to work on that. 
in the next 10 years and 20 years as an investor, as someone who's going to hold their hands and, and work with them. I always tell people that um, ever since I got to see Shark Tank, I always told myself I want to be a shark. I want to sit and help grow those ideas. Not only grow them with money, but grow them with the knowledge that I have gathered through the years. And that is why I'm totally, I'm constantly gathering new knowledge in everything that I can. Like right now, I just finished a data science course. Not that I really need to do, use it, but I need to understand it. I want to understand blockchain, AI, and all that to support tech for development and to, uh, to support startups that are going to come with this, the young generation that is full of great ideas. You know, when you start talking about startups, my heart starts getting so excited because being an entrepreneur and having been in the journey for now about um, seven and a half years, it's so important to support startups and encourage young people to hold on to their dreams. Because for me, along the way, I've been told you're dreaming too big. Your dreams should just be a little bit smaller. Don't do X, don't do Y, you're not capable. And as you said earlier, you need to believe in oneself. And I think for me, being able to believe in myself and saying I'm going to continue pursuing building businesses that can compete in a global scale. So just tying that back to startups, why do you think it's taken the government this long to come up with a startup bill? Um, ideally, when I look at it, I don't think it was something that was close to their hearts. And, and as Kenyans, everyone talking about the, the the Silicon Valley of Africa being here in Nairobi, being here in Kenya, is something that has like triggered the government to see that there is so much potential here. We've seen a lot of exports of, of our tech of our tech people, you know, like people who are really good going to work out of the country. More brain drain, but that's another story for another day, Mudoni, with the whole brain drain. People say that's not really brain drain, but well, it's it's seeing that that uh, shift of people moving from here, people who are really doing well, people who have been educated, people who have great ideas and not supporting them. If you ask yourself, the West has seen this opportunity and that's why they're here. They're here investing in tech and investing heavily because we have the right skills, we have the right manpower, we have the right thinking and we are ready to compete in a global scale. I think the government was left a little bit behind, and it's good to see them play catch-up. Honestly, it's interesting to see them play catch-up, and I kind of support this whole tech startup deal, and I would like to see more onto it. When you talk of being a techpreneur for seven and a half years, it's interesting. It's something that is, is very inspiring, especially for me, because I have worked with startups. I have seen the journey that they go through. And dreaming big is just part of it. You have to dream big and then someone has to hold that hand and walk with you and tell you this is what we're dreaming right now and we'll continue expanding this dream as you know, as time progresses and being and being able to do to do much more than what we think we can do. So as the government plays catch up, um the interesting bit is of what I can say is that it's encouraging to see that there's something being done to it. However, I don't want to say it's something that should have happened earlier. Definitely, it should have happened earlier. There's still a lot of concentration that needs to be put on startups and techpreneurs. Um, we see the number of things that people have to pay up to start a company in Kenya. These are things that need to be addressed, and it needs to be addressed for all of us because 
um, it's one thing starting a business, it's one thing trying to be to be self-employed, it's another being compliant and trying to do it the right way. So when I look at the whole startup environment, uh, sometimes my heart weeps, but I believe it's possible. And that's why I want to work a lot with the having worked with, with several, having seen the, the, the ups and downs of going through, of, of working with them, the discouraging parts when business is not doing well, and also when you hit that $1 million mark, I have, I have seen the whole progress. And that's something I want to do later and, and venture like 100% into it. But as for now, I think if I'm working with businesses, it's good. And then there's also that whole stability part of it. But... It's, it's getting out of my cocoon to, to help that. Yeah, always stepping out of the comfort zone to help others. So yeah. I would like to ask you some random questions. Don't overthink it. Just go with the flow and, you know, answer them as, as I throw them your way. So okay. if you could go any, anywhere in the world to start afresh, to build your life, where would you go? Estonia. Reason is the tech advancement in Estonia is is something that is is um, is inspiring. Um, there's a lot of great great developers, uh, great people doing amazing work there. From Skype development happening there, so it's it's something I'd like to probably pack, go stay there and see like the whole tech aspect, my whole life in a different perspective. Nice. If you are given a one million dollars today, what would you do with it? Hmm. I would start my journey in investing in startups. So I would I would form kind of like a hub and really push money in in uh, businesses or tech ideas or ideas that I see with a lot of that have a lot of potential. Nice. And if your younger self was seated next to you, what would you tell her? It's never that serious. Imagine. Enjoy life. <laughs> Imagine it's never that serious. I know. Yeah. I'm telling you, my younger self, even if you told her that, she'd be like, I do not care. I'm going to take everything seriously because I was in a hurry to be a grown up. And then when you become a grown up, you're like, this adulting is too much. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah. All right. One last question. Sure. If you could turn back time or go back in time, where would you go or what would you do? I would go back around six, seven years ago. And uh, that's when I was just on the launch pad to my career. I think I took a luxury moment. And the luxury moment was moment of comfort, you know, that comfort zone. I, I got into because of, of seeing that, well, got out of school, got something good. Um, I think that would be it. I would do differently as the efforts I had before that of talking to young girls, also being in the tech space, being a thought leader, is I think would have propelled me faster into where I want to be, working with startups, working with other techpreneurs. And also believing that you don't have to have it all figured out so that you can make that bold step is believing in just making the step and everything else follows. So that's, that would be me. Fantastic. 
I mean, you're so passionate about tech. We could talk about it, I'm sure, for the whole day, and you'd still have more to tell me. Oh, yes. <laughs> so in closing, what would you like to tell our listeners that is still in your heart? Um, everything is possible, Mozoni. Mozoni, all we need is to have that dream. I know people say that um, um, uh, motivational speakers are all about telling you they started a restaurant with a grain of rice, but it's not that. It's about dreaming and waking up knowing that you have that dream. Something close to my heart is after having believing that the world does conspire to give you what you want. So if you have that strong conviction in your heart that you want to make it, then trust me, you are going to make it. And that's what I'd like everyone to believe and know that it's possible. It's, it's believing and, and reaching out to people, not giving up. Even when you feel discouraged, don't give up. Take a breather and continue with it. It's, it's, it's going to work out. It is going to work out. Thank you so much for sharing your thoughts on this episode. I wish you all the best and I will be looking out for you as the top CIO in Africa. And may God bless the hands of your work. Thank you very much, Mudoni, and it's quite exciting to be part of this. I hope we'll continue with this journey. So dear listeners, don't give up. Hold on to your dreams and know that for you to achieve that dream, you need to believe in yourself. No one can do that for you. No one can show up for you. So until next time, thanks for tuning in.